super interesting topic. We have, and it is interesting. It's going to be impactful. It's going to be so helpful because when I work with um, clients and coaches, uh-huh. when I ask them what is it that I can help you with, you know, most of the time they say, "Help me with my emotional pain." <laughs> oh my god, I'm suffering. Can I- you can you make it all go away then? Like right. That. Yes. So, are you an emotional person? I'm an emotional person. I am. You cry. I cry like often, easily, often, easily touched. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm also quite expressive. I wear my emotions on my sleeves. Mm. Do you ever hide your emotions? Um hurt. Oh, you will. I tend to um hide hurt. I tend to hide I I don't really know how to hide my anger, right? Um, mm. you, you will know that I'm angry, mm. right? But I'm not the kind that if I don't hide, I have to vent it. I don't vent. But yeah. you will know that I'm pissed off or angry. Yeah. But I think when I'm hurt, I rarely show. Yeah. Mm, there will be a part of me that stands in is, immediately to pretend a, like everything is <laughs> alright. Is there a reason why? Um, is it a self-protective mechanism? It is, it is. Because I think it is a nervous system thing that I learned and picked up since I was a kid. Mm. Because I, I've been through a lot of traumatic experiences um, and yeah. incidences, right? Yeah. Big and small. So I have to really learn to project strength mm. and appear like I'm unfazed. Yes, right? and you're a life coach now. Yes. So then it gets more complicated. It is. Especially when... I'm going through something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like o- obviously this recent thing that I have to navigate, right? Like you leaving and stuff, right? It's that this is where it gets complicated because I am a coach. I have very self level of um a, a high level of self awareness, and I see myself through a lens of a coach as well. And I, sometimes when something happens, I quickly want to coach myself out of it. Mm. Which is the opposite of what we are going to teach you all today. <laughs> because emotions is not something that you just rush through or deny or block away. Yes, no matter how terrible it is. So in prepping for today's session, I had mm. to think a lot about how I deal with my own emotions. Mm. You know, And I think I'm a very emotional person also. Mm. But I tend to deal with emotions on my own. Mm. I mean, I don't know what is everybody's experience. Mm. Now, right? Mm. But I tend to... In a way... It, we call it like bottle up emotions, right? Mm. But I don't know whether it's bottling up or it's just that that is how I've always approached it mm. from a very, it's a very internal process. Mm. You don't feel the need to let it out or share with people or talk about it, right? Yeah. And in mm. fact, sometimes I don't want to. Mm. You know, I don't mm. want to. I, maybe sometimes it feels like it's too much effort. Okay. Right? If I have to come and talk to you, I have to tell you the whole full story, mm. you know, and then... And you know, sometimes when you're talk- you want to talk to people, right? Mm. You you got to talk to the right people. Exactly. If you don't talk to the right people, it might make you feel worse. And it's a very private thing, I think. Like emotions, yeah. right? What you're going through, especially when it's so intense. Mm. And we also feel judged also. You know, like mm. we have a lot of stories that we tell ourselves while we're processing these intense emotions. emotions. We are like, we haven't even really sorted it out ourselves. Like, how can I share with yeah. other people, right? And sometimes there are no words. Yeah, no Don't words. you think like emotions are like a, sometimes a feeling in your body mm-hmm. and you might not be able to articulate them. Mm. Mm. Also, I think another reason why you might not be so prone to sharing is that you have been able to process it by yourself successfully. Mm. 
multiple times. So you you right. feel like okay, I have this capacity to you know I know how to deal with emotions. Right. I don't feel like I need help. Right. You know. So I think. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I have some strategies uh, which I will share later. Mm. Um. So how you? I, I have see four that pages have... of notes wow. because this is actually one of my favorite topics to teach my clients and Xiao Maos. Yeah, and think, it's like mm, also the central struggle for Exactly. So That's what most people, right? They want to replace unpleasant emotions with pleasant ones, right? But yet, we can't do that because emotional pain and suffering, they don't just disappear with a wave of the wand, right? So what we have to do is I will teach my clients and Xiao Maos that you don't negotiate with that because life is 50-50. Mm -hmm. What we do is we change our relationship with it. Right. With emotions. So okay. this is what we are going to teach you all today. Okay? Mm. Well, I have a lot to share also. Mm. So, before we dive in, I just have some questions to drop into our Xiao Mao's listener psyche right now. Just yeah. to let it percolate. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, firstly, I want to tell you that within the emotions you fear, to feel, lies the wisdom your soul craves. Mm. Okay? So let that be our opener. Yep. Now, what if the reason we are stuck is precisely because we are resisting our emotions. Okay? What if our emotions hold the wisdom that our subconscious mind needs to understand before we can make our next move? What if that is the first step that we had to take before we take the action step? Okay? And perhaps we're all stuck because we act before we fully process our emotions because we don't fully process our emotions, there is missing vital information. Mm. Okay? Now, instead of overthinking or trying to figure out what to do next, my encouragement is for you to allow yourself to feel in the moment, decide not to react or make decisions while in an emotional state and just be present. Mm. Okay? Now, emotions are not punishments. They are our guides. And emotions are not our enemies. They help us make sense of the world. So they're actually our friends. Okay? And finally, something that you can let, let it per percolate, right? Maybe there's nothing wrong with us, right? But it's just that something in our life needs adjusting. Something we haven't allowed ourselves to feel or address because we're so afraid of getting near to the emotions. So the reason why we're stuck is because we are afraid to process the emotions. Right. Okay? So that's it. So to gain clarity... We have to give ourselves a safe space to process emotions. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for that. Because I think emotions are nothing to be fearful of. Mm. Right? But they have a bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, right? What is an emotion? What's your, what's your definition of an emotion? Okay. For me, I have realized that emotions are sensations that live in our body. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Is that what you think also? Like, it's yes. not in the mind. Yes. You know, like, I think thoughts live in the mind. Mm -hmm. But emotions live in the body. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think a lot of times, how you process emotions is, it, bodily problems require mm -hmm. bodily solutions. Mm -hmm. Right? So instead of, I think, okay, the worst thing to process an emotion, right, is to overthink. Yes. And overanalyze. Right. Because the problem is not in your head, what? Mm -hmm. Right? So how are you going to solve it through your mind? Mm -hmm. You can't. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes uh, I think uh, a big problem, a seemingly big problem can be solved with, with something as simple as going out to take a walk. Mm -hmm. That is my perspective nowadays. Mm -hmm, uh. mm -hmm. And I think my relationship with my emotions are, uh, is pretty healthy. Mm. In the sense that I'm not afraid of my emotions. Mm. Yeah. Although there is one emotion that I struggle with. Which is? <laughs> 
which is anger. Mm. I think anger is something that since young, right, I don't really know how to deal with. Mm. Because since young, people always say, oh, you're such an easygoing person. Mm. Right? You never get angry one. Mm. You know, and nothing makes you angry. Mm. Which is true, right? Mm. But which means that when I am angry, I don't know how to express it. I don't know how to shout at people. Mm. I don't know how to scream or even to really like raise my voice and mm. argue with people. I've never mm. won an argument in my life. Mm. You don't smash things. I don't smash things, mm. you know. I'm not violent. Does that mean that you never feel anger? No, it means that when I feel angry, I have no way of releasing the energy. Then what do you do? When so, was the last time you felt very angry and then what did you do? You did you do okay, nothing. So normally, really? okay, mm. so since young, uh, whenever I felt angry, I would just shut down completely. Oh, block. I will drop off all communication with you. Disconnect. Right, like even if we're in the same room now, I will not talk to you. Mm. You know, like I would just like, it's almost like, oh, this person has left the chat already. Mm. Rebecca yeah. too has left. I will leave the chat. <laughs> I will leave the chat. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Yeah, and then when I'm on my own, right, I'll be like, oh my God, so I'm so angry, but where does this angry energy go? There's mm. nowhere to go. Mm. And I've always felt that this is super unhealthy. Mm. Yeah. You know where else there are people who, you know, like when they're angry, they, they lash shout, out at they people. Yell, yeah. yeah, or they, they talk about their feelings. They tell you exactly how they mm. feel, mm. right? And I think that they process it better than me. What about like, you, you express your anger through writing? Like, do you, does that help? Because you love to write. Do you write about your angry thoughts and experiences? You also don't. I do. I mm. do. I do. Does that help? Is that one of the things that you do? Or take photographs? <laughs> take photographs are very... Or listen to Coco Lee's angry songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tuan le. You know, I shut down already. Tuan le. Take right? ugly photographs of the person who yeah. made me angry. Right. Yeah. No, but Anything? I, I do write law. I, I journal. Write. You read. You, know. you read. I read. No, but you know, angry is a very difficult emotion compared to sadness. Let's say, let's talk about sadness, okay. for example, right? Okay. Like when you're feeling sad, mm. it's actually a very productive and creative kind of emotion. Because mm -hmm. you can write a lot. And mm, you that. can be prolific. You can express. Right, right. It drives you to create. Yeah, correct. But mm. anger is not like that. But there are a lot of people who write very angry songs and angry poems. They also drove maybe. them to, crea to, to create. Yeah, so right. for me, maybe it doesn't work that way. It like, doesn't for drive me, you. Mm. Anger is an energy mm. that is like almost like boiling water like that, mm. in my body. You don't know what to do with it. And I feel like it needs to be let out in some kind of way. Ooh, I love this. Eh? I love this. We have to find a way for you to So this is something energy. that I'm still working on and learning. Yeah. yeah. Due to the fact that I don't get angry often, right? Right. And therefore, when I am angry, I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, you don't have a lot of practice. It's a chicken and egg thing, right? Because you haven't practiced and you don't like to practice around ang anger. So when it happens, you also don't want to practice. Yeah. Right? And then it doesn't happen enough for you because you're actually generally a loving, kind, happy person, right? Not Correct. angry easily. Very few things anger you to begin with. Yeah, okay, right? so I want to share that um, I did lash out before mm. when my family member pu <laughs> pushed me to the brink. Mm, yeah, you have shared that with me I also. With so you it's before, not right? like you may have sensed right? Of course. But it's rare, it's a rare occurrence. No, it's not that I may have sensed but it's very rare that I lash out, right? But, oh, okay, but, okay, but okay. That, that time, I really lashed out. How did you feel? I, over the phone, I screamed at the top of my lungs. I cannot imagine that. Eh. You can't imagine, right? I cannot imagine. You cannot imagine. I really... Did you shock yourself when you did it? I was shocked. Oh my god. 
and I was so angry, right? That I became so eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> More eloquent than on the podcast. Just a the Oh wow, it's pretty passionate. Yeah, suddenly like wow, like po- very poetic. <laughs> it was almost like the gates opened, right? And Oof. my emotions just all came rushing out. Oof. It was super therapeutic. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, and I was like saying my piece, and I talked straight for like five to ten minutes, shouting at this person. Okay. What came out? What were you talking about? Huh? What were you talking about? The content. About? Huh? Mm. Like, was it past stuff? Like, it was, was it like a 10 minute summary, grand summary of everything that you have accumulated? Well, I was trying to speak some sense into this person, mm. you know, and trying mm. to make her understand, mm. right? And after this whole thing happened, right? Like, we put on the phone. I felt like the energy was released. And that was one of the few times <sighs> in my life where I felt. Oh, my anger was released. Yes. And it actually feels good. Yes, it's an exhale. Mm. Just a bottle up more. So, yeah. finally, so what do you think about that? It's exactly, that's why we're going to talk about what not to do and what to do. And mm. I think for people who are generally, you know, we love emotions, right? Like you, you and I, we're both emotional people. We enjoy feelings, right? Feeling the feelings, right? But then if let's say there is a particular thing that we are still not very practiced or good at a particular feeling, like for you, it's anger. For me, it's a feeling of being hurt, yeah. right? So we can get better, but the, the, the lessons are exactly the same. So we try not to do um, certain things with that particular emotion and then we try to do something mm. with the emotion. It's the same. I'm going to share with you. But the point is that it's a catharsis, right? Mm. When there was, wait, whether you shout or not, at least for once, you didn't bottle up and mm. shut down. You did the opposite of shutting down. You yeah, yeah, open yeah, 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 up. True. You open into it. You lean into it and you own it. Yeah. Right? You let the emotion in. Yeah. Right? Instead yeah. of blocking, you yes. let it in and guess what? CTFAR, the F is going to drive your A. The F? It's going to drive your A. But most of the time, what happens is that your F, which is the feeling, before it can drive your A, your A is blocked. Mm. But now what you did was you, you became eloquent for 10 <laughs> minutes and you just said your piece. Yeah. I was angry. Action line, I said my piece. Mm. Right? But angry, action, shut anything. down. Shut down. It's very Simmer. interesting. Yeah. Exactly. Because you see, if you look at the top modeling right, framework, right? CTFAR, right? F drives our A, right? It doesn't mean that uh, the same emotion will drive everyone to take the same action. Yeah. So we are unique in that way. Mm. So for you in the past, or what you tend to recognize is that you often, when you have the feeling a in uh, angry anger in your F line, your A is shut down. Yes. So you got to see that pattern. Yeah. So now you got to go like, oh, what should be the action line now when I feel anger? And it should be the same as sadness. You know, the, the other emotions that you're great at, which is you lean into it, right? Oh, okay, okay. Right? So now you realise, oh, right. why is it that the, the emotion that I have pr- trouble with, my, my A line is different when compared to the feelings where I had no trouble with. Mm. And it is, the ones that you don't have trouble with is because you lean in. In fact, you enjoy. The A line is enjoy. <laughs> like sadness, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. enjoy. Luxuriate <laughs> in it, right? But then anger is shut down. Yeah. So this True. is very strange, right? So for True. me also like that, right? Mine is like hurt feeling, right? Shut down. Not shut down. It's I, I pretend I'm okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretends. <laughs> pretend. That's my A line. You pretend to other people or you pretend even to yourself? No, I know that I'm hurt. Oh, so but you I, will not show. So in a way, when I pretend, right, I don't really show or like, for example, process it fully. It's almost like blocked. You know, you're choked, you know? 
So it's half half. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not in denial. I know I'm hurt, right? But I don't lean into that hurt. I just pretend that I'm fine. But hurt is also a super difficult emotion to process. It is. Also because usually it tends to involve another person. Yes, right? yes, yes. So there's a lot of like blame or yeah. negative emotions. Or bargaining. bargaining. Or bargaining, yes. Yeah. Mm. So it's very, in a way, sometimes when we are hurt, we don't want to process it alone, right? Mm. We want to process with that person who causes us to be hurt. Mm. But then that usually leads to more hurt. Correct, correct. Yeah. So it's very complex. And I think that when it comes to emotions and stuff, like for you, I'm so glad that you have the capacity to be able to do this on your own. But like a lot of my clients who come to me, right, these emotions, they can't process because it's too overwhelming for them, right? So they find that it has nowhere to tell, nowhere to run other than what they use, which is numb themselves, deny, run away, block, right? Mm. Or have temporary buffering to numb themselves, you know, to, to feel better temporarily. But then the emotion when it's not processed, I'm going to talk about this later, why? When it's not processed, right, it cannot complete its cycle. Yeah. So it gets accumulated and stored. Yes. So it cannot be free. Yes. So just like you experience, you say that after the 10 minute like of, of like letting it all out, right? The moment you put down the phone, right? Then you mm. go like, wow. Yeah. For once I released it. All right. Emotions are supposed to be processed and then released and it's done. Swap. Exactly. Because I still went back. Then I tell my friends like mm. about it. And you, like are you laughing proud? Are you about proud it. laughing about it? Yeah. And I don't feel any residual negative yes, energy. It's just like, it's done already. Because you know? it's, it's completed its cycle. Yeah. And like, I'm proud of myself. I shouted. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but after the experience, right? Did it inform you to adopt that strategy? No. Moving forward? It was a once in a blue moon occurrence. No, because I feel that maybe there is a T-line here also, mm. right? There's this thought that it's not nice to shout. <laughs> yes. It's like, even if nice. we are angry with each other, you want me to be civil. Yeah, why should I shout at you? Yeah. I only shouted because this person deserves to be really shouted at. Right. You know, like she really like, like cannot already. Yeah. Yeah. But then but here's, normally, here's another tea line that I want to share with you, right? Maybe we feel that when it comes to processing our anger, the only way that we, very limited ways to process our anger is like, one of them is to shout at people or to break things. Maybe processing anger doesn't have to be. Yeah, there are other ways that are more suited for you. Maybe. You don't have. You don't want to shout. You don't like shouting. Don't shout. Mm. But it doesn't mean that okay, shouting is the only way to process correct, anger. Correct. That's another T line as well. It's true, right? Yeah. Maybe going to run. You know, because correct. It's energetic. A lot of energy. Do it. Or listen to very angry songs and turn up the volume. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, or scream into your pillow. You know? So when <laughs> so this shouting thing, you know, with my family member, mm. right? Where I really screamed at her, right? Mm. After that, I listened to Linkin Park's song. You see? Uh, I've tried so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a heavy metal kind, it's right? Like, yeah. And it really worked, you know. It yes. was like, wow, feels damn good. Eh? Yes. Yeah. You know, or you go to a club and dance your night away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Those just let the energy move. Mm. So, I guess, yeah, the energy needs to go yes, somewhere. Otherwise, it's like you boil the kettle of water and correct, the steam has nowhere to go. Correct. And you're just compartmentalizing it and the pressure will just keep building, building, building until it implodes one day. Yeah, so that is what I am very cautious of. Mm. Of like not processing emotions mm. and then allowing them to still be in my body. Because mm. I know that, you know, like the results are not only psychological. Mm. It's also, it can also be physiological. Yes. You know, like energy can build up and lead to health problems. And exactly. Like, you know, um, when you're very angry, your blood pressure is 
right? And then yeah. you will have a lot of cortisol in your body as well, yes. a lot of stress hormones. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then you will have you will suffer inflammation in your body as mm. well because the body becomes very acidic. It's like that. So just now you talk about buffering, right? Yeah. So buffering is when you try to distract yourself from your emotions and yes. you don't deal with it. Yes. Right? And that becomes a problem because if you keep doing it, right, you get used to not being in touch with your emotions. Yes. After a while, you will not know that you're having an emotion. That's what I feel. Mm. After a while, you kind of get used to this state of mm. buffering or mm. being distracted from your emotions. Mm. You will start to think, yeah, I'm not a very emotional person. Mm. No, that thing didn't get to me at all. But you're just lying to yourself. Yes. You become very bad at identifying your emotions. Yes, which is why the buffering will eventually lead you to serious addiction. Mm. Right? Because what happens is that what if I take away because some people, they don't want to uh, process the things that actually need to be processed in their life. Mm. So they kind of feel stuck. They kind of feel unhappy. So then they look for solutions outside of processing emotion, right? So this is where the buffering comes in. So buffering got different kind of methods. Ma. You spend money, you buy things, mm. right? You indulge in food. A lot of people turn to alcohol, right? They might be very angry or sad or depressed and they drink a lot or they gamble, right? Yeah. Or they indulge in pornography, or sex addicts, you know, all this, or smoke, or drugs, whatever, right? What happens is that it numbs that emotional pain that you're not willing to process. Mm. And what happens is that you do this enough times, right? You need to up the dosage more and more and more. But yes. guess what? The moment you stop, the thing is still there. <laughs> because it hasn't been processed and it's waiting to be processed, right? Except that the, the volume and intensity has been dialed up higher and higher and higher. Because it needs to be released all this pent-up energy that hasn't been processed will just accumulate over time, right? And you have more and more anger, you have more and more sadness, more and more depression, right? More and more trust issues, yeah. right? All of that, more and more um, lack of self-esteem, mm. right? So you, you need all this buffering, but the moment I stop you from buffering, everything comes up, yeah. right? Mm. So the long-term solution is not to buffer. The long-term solution is, you know, I always say, how can you be invincible? Right? As a human, what, what, how can we be invincible? As a human, we are born into this three-dimensional world in a meat suit. Right? We sign this contract to feel things. Mm. Right? The hum human emotions allow us to lead a human life, to experience humanity. It's part of the package. Yeah. Right? But if we don't know how to learn how to befriend our emotions, be good with managing our emotions, in mm. processing the emotions, then they are going to lead us to make very, very unhealthy decisions, mm. right? Mm. Or we will get stuck or we will not be able to move towards what we really, really want because we're just escaping, numbing ourselves, you know, blocking our wisdom, you know, blocking our desires. Mm. So the way to become invincible is to have the ability and capacity and the willingness to process any fucking emotion. I totally agree. Now, when we yeah. learn how to do that, that there's nothing that really will scare us because we, we go like, you know, I've got this. I know how to do this. I know how to manage. If we can get good at saying, this is an unpleasant emotion, lie pa. Mm. Then there's nothing. We become invincible, or literally, nothing can stop us. Yeah, correct. Mm. I totally agree. Mm. Yeah. So now that we've like talked so much about um, our experiences when it comes to emotions, what we are good at managing, what we're not good at managing, um, I'm gonna tell you what not to do with emotions, and it's very very simple. Just two things that you should not do. Okay, and we've already covered it already during our conversation just now. The first thing is don't push them away. Okay, accept and deal with them like waves in the sea. So I want you to imagine, right, right, let's say you're in the ocean or the sea, right? 
那个溪不可能是风平浪静 ，like nothing. It's not like still one, ma. It will have waves, ma. Sometimes it has big waves, right? So I want you to imagine, let's say you are in the sea, right? When the wave comes, you don't bargain with the wave. Yeah. You what do you do? You you don't fight the wave because 没有用的 It's gonna come, right? So it's the same thing. Emotions, there's no way to get rid of them.、Mm. It will always come, whether you like it or not. But what happens is, let the wave wash over you. That's it, swap. Because that's the natural cycle of a wave.、Mm. It will come,、yes. right? It will bob. It will just wash over you, your head or whatever. You get wet a little bit, but then it is not forever,、mm. right? It will pass. Now, number two is don't treat emotions as facts.、Mm. Okay, what are emotions? Emotions are perspectives and experiences that we feel in the body based on our thoughts, and we all know that thoughts are optional. Yeah, and circumstances are neutral until we have a thought about them. Yeah. Okay, so if you treat your thoughts. And your emotions as facts, okay? They will lead to emotional reactions instead of informed choices. Yeah. So those are the two pieces. What not to do? <laughs>、mm. Do you have any to add? I yeah. That those are my two points. Also,、mm. um, I would like to add that uh, well, which we mentioned just now, do not overanalyze your emotions. Yes. Which is an extension of this, right? Which is don't believe your don't believe your emotions in the first place,、mm. right? Because、mm. they are just you know a result of like our conditioning, right? Yes. Think to things that happening in the world. Correct. Yeah. So if your emotions are not real, why are you overanalyzing it? Correct. And then it generates more thoughts,、yeah. right? And then more emotions, right? Then imagine the downward spiral. Correct.、Mm. So then I think the other thing I want to say is also mentioned, but don't fear emotions, right? In fact, I think it's great to know that we're not robots.、Mm. It's not a bad thing that I mean, not that being a robot is a bad thing,、mm. right?、Mm. Like AI, like one day if there's AI and there are robots and they have emotions, it's great. But、mm. as of now,、mm. it's good to know that we're real, right? We're not robots. Yeah, emotions. Yeah, and these emotions, right? If we truly allow them to, they can actually be an asset in our life. It is okay. Which、Th、we can ah what? This is what I really want to say. Yes. Actually, right? Everybody knows how to enjoy emotions. Really, I, I what I'm trying to say is, I think people are already pretty good at enjoying emotions, and it happens when you're watching a movie.、Mm. Because why? Why do you spend money to go into a movie to get scared,、mm. to cry, to laugh, to laugh, right?、Yeah. Be, or, or to be,、um, I don't know, inspired, right? Or you see a heartbreaking romance flick, and then you cry and you sob. You know,、mm. it's because it is enjoyable. When we go in and we watch all these like tear jerkers or horror like flicks, like we want to feel that. You pay money, money leh. You pay money to have that experience. Why? <laughs> because on some level, it is enjoyable. On some level, it connects our humanity. Right,、yes. it connects us as humans, and we、yes. go like we come alive. Exactly. I feel, yeah, I come. <laughs> I listen to that song and I cry. Oh my god, intense! It is enjoyable. Which is why I love sadness, right? Because sadness to me is always bittersweet. Yeah, it's never just bitter. Bitter. You say yeah, it's no longer、right? just bitter. Yes. Yeah, because when you feel sad, right? It's because in the first place there was something that you loved. Exactly. Right, and maybe now you have lost it. Yes. And therefore you sad, but but the beauty is that you. There was something that you loved. Like、yes. sadness is always related to love. I feel. Yes. Right. There is some kind of、um, this feeling of love towards something, which would then cause sadness. If you never cared about anything in your life,、mm. you will not feel sad because it mattered. Exactly. Yeah. So, do you want to be a human being to whom nothing matters? Then you just be a rock, lor. <laughs> right? Or a curtain, lor. <laughs> you know what I mean, lor. Yeah.、Not? 
Yeah, yeah, correct. That's what makes us different. Or because an AI robot with correct. programming and that's all you do, right? It you is an enriched your... life. The more you are able to allow emotions and you really experience it and even to the point of enjoying it and not let it like scare you, you start to have a life that is very enriched. It's almost like going into a movie theatre and it's not just 3D, it's 5D maybe. And you feel the intensity of everything, you know, yeah. in every single fiber in, of your body, you feel it, you, it resonates. Right. And you are, it makes you feel alive. You're yes. alive. It's actually turning you the fuck on, you know. <laughs> when you're feeling all of that, right, intensity. I know it's strange. I was not expecting that. I, I, know, okay. I know it's strange to actually say that. You're very turned on by... Yeah, by bad emotions. By your, your hurt. <laughs> you're very turned on by your hurt. Yeah, but, but I, I feel like it's like turning on the switch of like being a human. Like the human experience is to... It's on, it's not off. Yes. Right? Yes. I think also we have a passion for life, right? Mm -hmm. we, we love being alive. Mm -hmm. and, and therefore, all of these things, right, we take as evidence that we are alive, mm. right? And I think when you're passionate about being alive, you don't just go towards the good stuff. Mm -hmm. You learn to see the value of the so-called bad stuff in life. And also. it's contrast, right? It's a lot yeah. of polarity, right? You must and experience both sides. Correct. And I guess like I have really come to learn that there's no such thing as a bad thing. Mm. Even like so-called really bad things like traumas and uh, disasters, right? Mm. They can crack open your heart. Exactly. Right? Yes. And you can experience um, a higher level of consciousness exactly. after you experience that. Yes. And I think that is not something that we can understand theoretically. You have to experience it. You have to experience for yourself. Correct. Which is why I think sometimes, you know, like we always say like, oh, that person lives a blessed life and all that. I mm -hmm. don't see it that way. Like when a person have a very smooth sailing life, I do not see it as a blessed life. No. Right? Like, yeah. whereas somebody who has gone through a lot in life, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like you can see that, oh my God, that person has a higher level of consciousness, mm -hmm. higher levels of empathy, higher levels of love mm -hmm. because that person went through mm -hmm. that. And that is a rich life. Exactly. That is a more blessed life, in yes. my opinion. Yes. And I feel that the more unpleasant emotions you're able to let in and experience, the more you will understand the law of polarity and contrast. So that when good things happen in your life, it's not just another good thing. It is mm. like fucking fabulous when it happens because you know the contrast. So yes, this is where a yes, person yes. who has a like blessed life where just cruise the whole life, everything comes easy, everything is breezy. Yeah, it's good. But then the contrast is not there. Yes. So when he gets when it's good, it doesn't feel that good because it's normalized. Yeah, it's true. That, that is why when you are so fucking rich and powerful, right? Mm. I think it's very difficult for you to... Feel happy. Yes. So that's why I think right? those people who have been like really, really low, really, really down, when mm. they finally hit success or whatever, or they come into a lot of riches or abundance, it's a very different thing. Mm. Their relationship to that thing has has been tested, you know, and it's it's quite qualified. You know, the understanding of it, of the money or maybe the abundance, right. it has been tested. It's very, very different. It's not whole other level. Yeah, so I think this world is not as it seems, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that uh, seem one way, but actually, yeah. Yeah, so. I love it. You know, like, uh, Ling Yilian has a song called Right? Oh. So like on your deathbed, right? Do you want to go like, oh, I've lived a life that was like very cruisy. I just cruised through. Or you go like, I've actually fucking lived. Mm. I've, I've run through the entire gamut of, you know, human emotions that's available. Mm. I, re I lived such a rich life. Yeah, even mm. if I failed. Even if I fail. Even if I cry. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, somebody want to leave already, huh? Yes, lah. Oh, you know, very sad, lah. All the Xiao Mao's very sad. I'm very sad, lah. So if you're feeling sad, right, mm-hmm. and you you miss my voice, uh-huh, then what should we do? Please listen to season three of the Lighto Podcast. Yes, Rebecca is going to be with us one last time for ten episodes in season three. Mm-hmm. And if you still can't get enough, you can listen to the last hundred episodes that we did. Yes. So we have many, many episodes for you to dig into. If you miss Rebecca, enjoy. Bye. So now that we're talking about what not to do with emotions, let's talk about let's talk about what to do with emotions. And I have six points here. Okay. So the first one is uh, following our conversation, allowing your emotions to rise and welcome your emotions. Right. I know it might sound like the worst advice, especially those people who are allergic to emotions. Yeah, but. Just know that we fear emotions until we begin allowing ourselves to experience them and then we can start to understand that they all rise and fall like waves. Mm. The moment you start to really trust in the process of processing your emotion, you realise that the emotion, when you really lean in and process, it doesn't stay longer than about seven to eight minutes until you have another thought about it. Right. Right? So that's a natural life cycle of an emotion. If you deny or resist it or you like kind of cut block it, right, the emotional cycle cannot complete. Mm. Right, so it persists because it has nowhere to go, and then it gets even more intense. What you resist persists. Persists exactly. Okay, so that's point number one. Okay, point- can I add something? Sure, right? sure, sure. Which is, you know, you say it's a wave, right? So, yes. which also means that you don't need to do anything. Mm. So I, I tend to think of it as like surrender. You know, like yes. when you feel a super intense emotion, right? You just tell yourself like, I give up. Mm. <laughs> right. So when you give up, right? When you have this feeling of giving up, I think your body ironically will relax. Because that's the cycle. <laughs> it's a natural, it's just like a wave. Yeah, correct. Right. So you fight for what, right? I give up. And then the war stops. It's a war, right? Like normally you war like, oh my God, like sadness is coming. I'm going to mm. go to battle with it. Mm. I think that's the last thing that we should do. Mm. Yeah. So, so I wanted to kind of just add on the example, right? My own experience recently about... Um, knowing that Becky is leaving Lito and all, right? And it was a very hard news for me to accept, right? And there was a lot of resistance. It brought out a lot of resistance and a lot of like bargaining and me fantasizing about, okay, are there other solutions out of this, you know? Can I try and make this work? And also thinking that, you know, like so many thoughts, right? So the way the way I processed this really was, um, so I know I knew better, right? Which is don't deny, don't block, just lean in, right? And I did a lot of that. I don't think I did it like super well, but I think 80% I kind of did the work, right? So I did a lot of late night walks, you know? I really went out like 3 to 4 a.m. to mm. clear my mind and walk it out and there's no distraction. And usually when I walk, I will podcast, I will listen to podcasts, but those nights I didn't, you know? I really just mm. went out and emptied my mind and really... Just breathe. I just breathe and I just see what comes up and I try and qualify and poke at my thoughts, see what I'm feeling, feel the hurt, you know, feel the disappointment, feel the shock, you know, and just feel with no expectations of what I'm supposed to achieve. Like mm. just feel. And it really, really helped. And it took me uh, maybe two months of that, you know, just really just doing wow, that. Okay. You know, and I thought, and I thought I had processed, you know, there were moments where I go like I think. I'm at the tail end of it. I'm at the tail end of it. But Yoshiho, when I say it's a tail end, right, something will surprise me that, uh-huh, this is not the end yet. It came, sometimes it was just wham-bam me again, you know, and 
it's like a contraction, you know. It's like before you give birth, you have mm. to contract, contract, right? So I feel that grief is also something like this, mm. right? Grief comes to you in waves. It's not something that you process. It's a one and done deal and it's gone. Oh, I'm done with the processing. I'm done. I'm out of the woods. No. no. On the days you think that you're out of the woods, something can happen to pull you right back in and you go like, actually, you know what? You're still in the fucking middle of it, right? Right. So my last intense contraction, right, after all the night walks and I thought I was already okay, was one day I was actually, I fell asleep on my couch again. I like to fall asleep on my couch, right? And I woke up, right, um, and I felt like I this whole big shake out in my body mm. and it was so intense. I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, like you feel like your skin is crawling and like there are ants all over your body and there's a fire. Is it like a panic attack? No, it's not. It's, it's not. I just feel that it was an energy that kind of ran, ran amok, right? Mm. And I wasn't panicking. I just felt like it was not very pleasant, Lord, what I was feeling like. I'm like, what is this? So weird. Why huh? am I feeling like... And I, you never felt this before? No, I just felt like I don't know what to do with myself and what is this, right? But then, me, knowing better, <laughs> I go like, if you don't know what it is, don't run away from it, right? Just stay with it and experience, right? So this is what I'm going to teach you all later, right? One of the steps, which is you look at what you are feeling. Like you tune yes. in and you try and name it and label mm, it and mm. you describe it. So I stayed with the emotion. I stayed with the experience and the sensation even though I don't know what the fuck it was, right? And I just stayed and I gave it my full attention. Fucking am unpleasant. Really didn't want it. And I really, in a way, part of me goes like, can you just get out of my body now? But I'm like, no, it will get out when it gets out, right? So mm. stay with it. No no hurrying, right? No denial. Lean all in, I tell you. Wow. After like 10, 15 minutes, you can really literally feel it leave Drain. you. Mm. It leaves you. Right. But yet, when it happens, it happens very fast. And then right. there was nothing. And then there was nothing. Right. And then I was like, wow. that is it. It was the full cycle. Wow. Right. And I needed this last shakeout. And then after that, wow. what you wow. I wanted to share with you this thing and wanted to share with our Xiao Mouse this thing, which is I feel I call it the last, I told you it's the last hurrah, right? Uh. It's a last shakeout. That was the last contraction be before the baby came out, that kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like that. This is what I mean by so you to have, lean in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's all I wanted to say. Okay, okay. So the energy. Uh, as in you fully process that. I was there with it. I was like, come on, yeah. let's do this, man. Right, right. You I know? love it, yeah. And I was like, it's very, it's just, a, it just came and kind of assaulted me, you know, suddenly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> On the course okay, of that. <laughs> no, but you know what? I wanted to be very uh, transparent about what it yes, felt like. Yes, I think like the Xiao Mao's will want to hear that also because your level already quite high, right? Wait, but high you know, si. there's mm. still... Yeah, but then you were able to practice it. You know, Correct. What you have been trying and to I'm teach. so glad that I had years of practice and I have these tools and, and all those mentors, you know, all the books I've read and all the classes I've gone through, right? Yes. And what I've been teaching my Xiao Mouse, right? Now I have a very high-level advanced curriculum yeah. and I'm going like, actually, like a methodology is exactly yes. the same. You know, this is fail-proof eh? because this is exactly how I healed from my uh, anxiety. Correct, right? It's you the know, same methodology, right? It's the same. Like, like I, I had anxiety. I had really bad anxiety, mm. and then also like panic attacks, right? Mm. And for years, I tried to heal from it. I tried to like, like okay, I want to recover from this, mm. and I couldn't mm. until until one day I decided that uh, I was going to stop struggling. 
Mm. You know, and I'm just going to be here while you attack me, like this panic attack mm. or whatever, and just not be scared of it. And there were a few books and websites that I saw that was talking about this, right? Mm. And I didn't really believe. Until you Until I tried it, yeah, correct, myself. Mm. The moment I tried it, that was the beginning of my healing. Yes. And I always tell my friends like, Ew, sometimes I want to have a panic attack, also cannot. Because yeah. like, yeah. because like no matter how traumatic something happens, like my body is friends with uh, anxiety, right? Yes. So like sometimes, you know, like I've experienced like previously when after I healed from anxiety, right? Like I could feel maybe it was coming up. Mm-hmm. Then I will notice it, right? Mm. Like, oh, anxiety attack. Is mm. it anxiety mm. attack? Mm. Okay, well, just come on. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. Because I know it's just a uh, a wave, right? Mm. It will literally disappear. Yeah, because it the, won't even start. Because the anxiety spirals when you resist it. When yeah. you go like, I don't want to be this, I want to be somewhere else, Correct. right? And then you cannot reconcile that. The anxiety loop starts. Yes, you're literally giving it energy. So when Correct. I was having my panic attacks, right? Sometimes, uh, you know, okay, many years ago, right? Uh, when it was really bad, Sometimes I wouldn't be having a panic attack. Mm. But while I wasn't having it, sometimes suddenly a thought would come into my head. Oh my God, I'm so scared I would have a panic attack again. Then you'll like I would trigger it immediately. Yes, right? That fear gives it the energy to go. Exactly. So this is fail-proof, I think. Mm. Uh, I feel that it even works for depression as well. Mm. You know, like lean into the depression. Mm. Like, oh, I'm fucking depressed today. Mm. Don't do anything about it. Mm. You know, like, just be friends with it. Mm. See how it goes. At least give it a try. Yes, I think this is... Can, would you all trust us enough, both Rebecca and myself, to try? Just At try. least try. If let's say you're not used to leaning in, right? Please just trust us this time and try it a couple of times. And then you generate the evidence for yourself and you go like... Oh my God, why didn't anybody tell me this earlier? Why have I been running away from this thing? It's not even that scary, yeah. right? Because actually, you have to you to When you lean in, it doesn't mean that it's pleasant, yeah? yeah. But it's tong, right? And then after that, you realize that tong actually is very good. You can start to have this weird... Um, Correct. In, you're intrigued yeah. by it and quite amused and you go like, you know what, I kind <laughs> of learned the secret to the universe. <laughs> there, there was this author I read during that time right, uh-huh. that made me laugh because mm-hmm. she had uh, bad anxiety in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And then how she healed from it was whenever she had a panic attack mm. and then she would like make friends with it, right? Mm-hmm. Then people ask her, oh, so how do you feel about, you know, like having panic attacks? And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's just a panic attack. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's like chip pang sai like that, right? Do yeah. you care? Like pang sai, it's a thing. It's, yeah, it's just like, pang sai, lor. Whatever lah. Yeah. So I think that nonchalant <laughs> attitude is so cool. Like, and it, exactly. it really helps in the healing. Ah. This is exactly what I mean by when you are not afraid of processing in any emotion and you're willing to, you become invincible. It is so yes. nonchalant and so cool. Yeah. Right? Okay, so the next point is, point number two is put your F line into your C line. <laughs> Put what into what? That <laughs> sounds <F-line>. very <laughs> dirty. <laughs> oh my god, the F line into your C line. Oh my god, so funny. Okay, so CTFAR into your thing. Yeah, okay, you can just slot it there, right? Okay, so CTFAR, for those people who don't know, I think most of your mouse already know by now, is circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Okay, so when I say F line, it means it's the feeling line. The C line is the circumstance line. Mm. So for usually it's the circumstance, right? Will trigger a thought, 
right? Mm. And then the thought will generate a feeling, yep. right? Now I'm saying that, can you take that thing that is in your F line now, in the feeling line, and put it into the C line? Simi, wait. <laughs> so for example, something happens, you have a thought about it, you feel, uh, you feel anger. Okay, let's just use your anger. You feel anger or anxiety, right? So the anxiety or anger stays in the F line, right? In yeah. the model, right? Now I'm saying generate another model, a new model, but put what's in your F line, anger or anxiety, and put it in the C line now. So oh. the C line is anger. So why are you going to think about the anger? I see. Ah. So now anger is a circumstance. Yes, it's a thing. It's oh. neutral. Yes, so, yeah. So I wanted to say... Oh, so good. That, that is so cool, right? Yes. Because... Like, when you ha- when you treat it as a circumstance, right, you can have a certain level of detachment towards it. Yeah. Right? And once you're detached from it, you're then it's not you really. Yeah, like you see just now the girl that was very nonchalant and very yeah. happy, right? Uh She's like, like funny, huh? right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So when she when there's anxiety, panic attack, that's a C line, right? Her yes. thought is I don't care. Correct. So then the feeling is nonchalance. Yeah. <laughs> it's not panic. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's a kind of a hack. Okay. Put your F line into your C line. Nice. Now the third um thing that you can do with your emotions is to see emotions for what they are. Mm. Okay, so you are not your feelings. The sensation of an emotion is just an experience that moves through you. It is just a vibration in your mm. body. Okay, now when we allow ourselves to feel and not block or push the emotion away, we turn towards it with curiosity. And then what? We start to learn things about ourselves, right? Yes. We discover what we need. And then we also discover what our emotions are telling us. Yes. Okay, yes. so that's point number three. Point number four is, this is very useful, right? Name the emotion. Mm. Okay? Learn lots of names for different emotions. Increase your emotional vocabulary. Yeah? So when people ask you how you feel, don't just say, I feel sad or I feel happy. Okay? Cannot be just these two words, uh, happy or sad. Huh? <laughs> okay? You have to learn the nuances, right? Like, okay, I'm feeling bitter. I'm feeling frustrated. Right. I'm feeling a little bit inadequate. I'm feeling vulnerable right now. I'm feeling disgust. Right? Mm. I'm feeling resentful. I'm feeling ashamed. Right. I'm feeling abandoned, elated, liberated, eager, intimate, etc., etc., etc. Don't just say, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling sad. Okay? You have to learn how to name your emotions. Okay? okay? Now, the next one is very important. This is what uh, I did when I had the last hurrah, right? Which is describe how you feel. Where is it in your body? Physical sensations. Does it have a color? Does it have a smell? Does it have a particular density, viscosity, mm. a weight, right? What's the texture like, right? Is it hot? Is it cold? Mm. Where is it moving? Where is it located? The anger, where is it? Is it in your throat? Is it on in your ears and your ears are burning, right? Is it in your brows? Where is the energy located, right? So you focus on it and see how it moves. Right. And when it is mobile, you realize that the, the emotion, right? Some emotions are very stuck and they're like a stone. They don't move. Oh. You just breathe through it and you just continue to stay with it. What happens is that you will realize very quickly, it will start to move the... Mm. It's energetic. It's an energetic mo- body, right? Mm. It will start to move or maybe become less sol- solidified. It becomes like this thick liquid, mm. right? And then it starts to move. Okay, you continue to stay with it and process. It will move to other places. And then how The intensity will dial down from maybe a 10 to a 7, then a 5, a 4, a 2, a 1, and it's gone. Wow, like magic. Like magic, okay? <laughs> and then the final one, well, I really, really love this. And this is, I hope all Xiao Maos will start to practice this. Okay. It's called self-soothe. Mm. 
self-soothe, right? So when our emotions feel very excruciating for us, what it can happen is it can um, it can lead us to strong urges to do unhealthy things, right? Like, like buffering or all forms of addiction or whatever, Eating right? Eating fried chicken. Uh, I do that all the time. Okay, or, or um, yeah, KFC, right? I love KFC. KFC. Yes. Happy um, also eat KFC. Sad also eat KFC. No, actually, when I'm happy, I eat KFC. When, when sad, I'm sad, I eat you, like... Don't feel like eating? Yochumwe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I turn to the... Comfort food. Comfort food, yeah. Right? Okay. And then, we also do dangerous things to make them go away sooner. Right? Yeah. And I think we discussed this earlier, right? Which is when we are... Um, feeling very emotional, right? What happens is that our problem-solving capabilities are being compromised, mm. right? So be mindful of what you're experiencing and see what you're experiencing as temporary. Right. Okay, it will, it will wash, like, wash off like a wave, right? And then it will turn down the dial on the intensity by soothing yourself, right? So learn to soothe yourself through rather than blocking the emotions out. Mm. Okay? Um, and also, like, for example, if you're not very... Um, practice at processing your emotions, what happens is that when you have a very uncomfortable, painful emotion, the body can trigger a distress response, mm. right? And then the nervous system will say, hey, look, Rebecca, we're not safe. Everything is not okay. We're going to die. We're going to fucking die, right? So the nervous system is like very, very distressed, right? Now, in order to kind of calm your nervous system, right, we need to feed it new information. Oh. Right? Because it's receiving a distress signal, yes. right? So to combat that, you need to feed it new information to say that actually we're not dying. Okay? So that you can stop the escalation and dial down the intensity. Mm -hmm. So how? How do we feed information to the nervous system? We tr it's through various senses. Mm. Okay? Bodily. So, yes. Physical states, right? Like your heart rate, your breathing rate, your muscle tension, right? So we look at all the things that can help with all these so you can have a warm drink, mm. you can chat with a trusted friend, you can have physical movement like run or swim, yep. you can take a warm bath or shower, mm. you can engage with slow breathing, listen to calming music, have aromatherapy like lavender, sandalwood, yang yeah. ylang, right? Or sense that you associate with a sense of safety and comfort, right? Turn to nature, right? But actually, I feel that the easiest, quickest way to calm our nervous system is through the sense of smell. Oh, is it for yes. you? Huh? Yeah. For most people actually. So always, I think, recommended to actually have some aroma oil at home that mm. really calms you and grounds you. Particularly those scents that when you smell, it evokes a sense of safety and groundedness. It has to give you and evoke a sense of peace and groundedness. That kind. Always have it somewhere on your desk or in your bag. You know, when I travel, I actually have this uh, aroma oil. Like for, mm. It's like a stress buster. If I feel stressed, I will smell it. Mm. It anchors me straight away. Mm. And finally, there's this very interesting concept which is create a self-soothing box. So you can have a little beautiful box or a shoe box, right? Or a corner in your home or create an altar. But the thing is that you put things that will calm you and root you and ground you into the box so that when you are having a panic attack or you're feeling very angry or sad or down or low, you open this box and these are all the items that will uplift you. Wow. So what are the items? Photographs of loved ones or maybe your pets, right? A soft toy with your favourite scent that, that you kind of dose it with, right? Uh -huh. Or uh, SOP. That means you write an SOP Oh. Or what to do when you're having a panic attack. Because when you're in a panic attack, maybe you, your, your uh, faculties are being compromised. Right. So you pre-write down what I'm supposed to do. C instructions, mm. right? Like maybe take a warm bath, call someone, turn on the music, right? right. Uh, create a playlist 
of songs that ground you, a uh, phone number of a loved one, just in case, let's say, you have a panic attack and you cannot remember phone numbers, mm. okay? Or maybe phone number of your coach, your therapist, right? Or put a tea bag, your favourite tea. Yeah. Or some pieces of, with your favourite quotes that's written. Or you can journal. Right. Yeah, like that lor. Wow. So those are the tips I of think what it's to quite do. empowering when you realise that you have the capacity to self-soothe. Mm. You know, like you got your own back and mm. yeah, you got the power to do that. Correct. Mm. You know, so that's it lah. Emotions. I, I do enjoy indulging in sadness, for mm. example, because mm. I'm an Enneagram 4. four. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I think like... um. That's why we love sad songs, mm. right? Mm. And I don't know. I I think in a way when I indulge in that that emotion of sadness, sometimes you feel like the main character of your own movie. Mm. <laughs> mm. Have you ever felt that way before? Yes, yes. You're talking about like sad songs, right? Music, right? Yeah. 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 So you have a sad song, right, to share with us? Wow. This song, uh, I, I I wouldn't say Okay, it's sad, mm. right? But it's emotional. Mm. Uh, it's it will roll up um, the energy in your body. I think, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's by Il Devo, mm-hmm. and it's called Mama. Mm-hmm. Please listen to the lyrics carefully. Mm. Oh, it it, <laughs> it is. <laughs> <a Huh? laughs> yeah, and and I listened. Uh, I haven't heard this song before, so we were choosing songs. So just now, I let Rebecca play a little bit for me. So because we're going decide on the sequence, lah. So I think her song is going to be such an amazing lead-in. And I feel that the song actually builds up the intensity. Yeah. And I think it's like our emotions, you know. Like, yeah. it, it builds up. If Let's say we don't process it, right? We, right. It, it really comes at us and it builds up. Right. And then once you really process it and let it all out, then it, it's like... <laughs> uh, the end of the song. Correct, correct, You know then, what I mean? Then <laughs> Yeah, that is cathartic release. You know, that kind of feeling I feel. That yeah. her pompai, very dramatic, yes. it's operatic, it's it's yes. big, right? It's loud, it's expensive, right? So I think this song is a pretty good representation of that whole wave. Like. Yeah, a wave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah, it was it's a big strong yeah. wave. I heard it. So, so how about your song? Okay, my song is so after the big strong wave, right? It's eating cool whole thing. It's also a ballad, it's not a clubbing song. Okay, it's a ballad and it's by Noriyuki Makihara, a Japanese song. It's called Yo Soro. And I like this song because um he wrote this song, right? Okay, so Yo Soro in Japanese it just means like if you are on a ship, you say Yo Soro means we charge ahead. We go full steam ahead. Let's Go forth. Mm. Right? We go straight. Oh, that's a you, very you song. Yeah, and we don't we don't deviate from the course. Yes. So the lyrics is it says Sayonara, Sayonara, Kondoko, Sayonara da. Right? Goodbye, goodbye. This time it's goodbye. Sa, yuko, let's go. Right? And then it says, Atarashi Tabiga Hajimaru yo. A new journey begins. And then it asks, Tadori Kikitai Bashiowa, where do you want to reach? Right? Ooh, and then it says, nice. Kokoro ga mo shiteru. My heart already knows. Right? So I feel wow. that, I feel that this song, and he wrote this song in, in a very um, pivotal point in his life because he was caught doing drugs. Mm. And his kind of like career tanked and he got thrown into jail, you know. Mm. And then when he came out, he wanted a new 
um, direction and he wanted to harness everything that he's been through, you know, obviously a very emotionally, very intense period and a very challenging period for him, yeah. you know, and he wanted to chart a new direction and he says, yo, yo, sorrow, like just go straight, you know, because his heart already knows. So I feel in a way when we are, no matter what we are navigating in life, right, um, in different seasons or transitions or saying goodbye or whatever, um, whatever difficult emotions are coming up for you, just know that, you know what we have been mentioning today, right, which is the methodology is we charge ahead, right? Mm. We lean full steam ahead into it because our heart already knows what it wants, right? And we have to trust in that process. Yeah. And it, we, take, we say goodbye, goodbye, this time it's goodbye, right? So just let all the emotion in. Right? And then you can say goodbye to, to whatever that emotion is and let that wisdom inform your next step so you can charge forth wow. with, with courage and with confidence. Yo Soro! Yo Soro! Mama, thank you for who I am. Thank you for all the things I'm not Forgive me for the words unsaid For the times I forgot Mama, remember all my life You showed me love, you sacrificed Think of those young
Hello, hello. Sorry 啊 ，because I wanted to say something. I'm back. <笑>你们以为完了 ，right？ 还有哇哇，有收入的。有些人是没有听歌的，他们就 miss 歌咯。Oh yeah, okay.、Mm-hmm. So now we know who are the ones who listen to. 嘿嘿嘿嘿，我们仙女下班了。Yeah. So, okay, so what do you, what do you want to say? Yeah, I was thinking like I also wanted to talk about right. Like in the first place. Why do we have so many emotions? Okay, so my answer、right. to that just now was that off the mic I was saying because we have a lot of thoughts. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that that was my thought, right? Which、yes. is that we have a lot of emotions because、mm. we have all these thoughts,、mm. which also means that actually we can have、uh, much less emotions,、mm. right? Or at least negative emotions,、uh, mm. if we have less negative. Thoughts. Yes, or we reframe our thoughts, or、correct. we challenge our existing beliefs and thoughts. Yes, correct. For example, you're having a perfectly wonderful day, and then your partner says something unpleasant to you,、mm-hmm. and you、uh, <laughs> have a thought about it, right?、Mm-hmm. And then you become very sad. Yes.、Right? So you're experiencing an emotion, right? Correct. But the, the emotion is unnecessary. Yes. You、uh, you needn't have that emotion、mm-hmm. if you had a different thought.、Mm. 
Which yeah. is to say that we are all responsible for our own emotions, no? Because who generated the emotion? We think that somebody gave us and made us feel a, way, a certain way. No, you did. Your T-line did, okay? Hey, actually, what is your favourite emotion? Excitement. Oh my... Why? <laughs> Why you oh my? Because that's my favourite emotion. Ah! <laughs> yeah! yeah. I feel the best when I feel excited about life. Yes. And when I when I feel very excited and interested about things. Yes. You know? Um, yes. And I think that comes actually from this feeling of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know? And gratitude is such a bland word. You know, it's mm. like mm, gratitude. What do you mean? Like and it's so mm. irritating when people mm. ask you to be like grateful. So how, right? how does gratitude make you feel excited? Gratitude to me is a very exciting feeling. Mm. Because sometimes when I'm hit with the feeling of gratitude, like oh my God, like I have legs, right? And I can drive and now I'm on the driveway Mm -mm -mm. and I'm on earth, Mm -mm -mm. right? And I get to be a human being Mm. and it's so interesting, like the things that I get to do. Okay. So gratitude is actually not a bland emotion for you, right? It's not. Yeah. I mean, it can can also be a very soft feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, Wow, you know, like but when you like, feel the full intensity of gratitude, it's actually excitement. It is. Oh, it is. yeah. Is this like it triggers this passion for life? Mm. Yeah. So my favorite feeling is feeling suddenly, oh, I'm so interested in things. Yeah. Then you feel yeah. like there is engagement with life. Yes. There is a purpose. Yes. Right. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. the same lah. Same for so you. Young. Because my human design is uh, I'm a manifesting generator, right? Uh. And my my strategy is to respond. What do I respond to? I respond to things that fucking excites me, huh? So that's why I'm always looking for little slivers of excitement. Like, what does this excite me? Does this excite me? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You know what? What are we going to do next, right? Mm. So I feel that um, I feel most alive and exhilarated and on top form when. There are exciting things happen, exciting things happening in my life. Exciting options for me to choose, mm, right? Okay. Exciting visions and possibilities that I can smell, and also not only me. When I look at people around me, when they are doing things that are exciting for them, I feel the energy as well. Like I know that you're going to do. Okay, that's why we say for the next episode. Ah, <laughs> uh. hey, sorry, this is another episode. This wasn't already. meant to be like that. <laughs> so much this is no. the first time ever, right? That the podcast continue after two songs. Correct, correct. This yeah. is the first time. Right. I love this format, right? Okay, it's like you know the roll the credits at the back. Yeah. Uh, extra scene. No, so this will lead into the next hey, episode. If people who are listening to this, can y'all like come and, you know, like tell, <laughs> us, tell us that you heard this. Come and be very grateful towards us because <laughs> gratitude is a very, very electrifying I just emotion. Know, I just want to know who will usually listen to all the two songs. Because <laughs> music is so important to us, right? But maybe a lot of people, I know a lot of people stop before they listen to the mm, songs, right? Yeah, uh, a lot of them do. Okay. Yes. So what do I want to say? I wanted to say that, ah, this is going to lead into our next episode because I get so excited knowing no, about you what? being so what? excited about doing your photography oh, thing. I okay, get okay, excited. Okay, okay. You know, right. and I'm like, please tell me all about it when you come back. Then you say, I'm going to tell you everything about it. I get very excited when people are excited also. So it's not yes. just me. Yes, okay. Excitement is a very infectious energy, I feel. Because you like to see people live out. Correct. You know, like their potential. You and know, like, the other day I was looking at like my purpose in life, right? Which uh, I, I in from a where, human. Where were you looking at it? Like just my purpose of life is it written on my wall, right? So I was like, okay, it's my understanding of my purpose of my life. Uh does it need updating, right? Is it different or whatever, right? And then I feel that in a nutshell, what am I doing with my time and my effort and what really fucking lights me up is hard, really hard, if you boil it down to simple terms or is to get people to go after the things that they really, really want and that excites them. 
That is my purpose. Nah. Wow. So when I see other people really going and maybe a little bit with like trepidation or getting yeah. out of comfort zone, that fucking juices me up. Right, right. And I guess so. So you're doing excited. exactly the work that you should be doing. La. Yes. So I will talk about my purpose of my life mm. in the next episode. Yes, <laughs> which is to scratch itches. <laughs> when it's itchy, when you have itchy backside, scratch it. Okay, uh? okay so bye. So another two songs is it now we play? Let <laughs> <laughs> it become a music episode. <laughs> it's like the end of the, e- end of the episode. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Hi, I'm Sylvia. Now, if you want to be a life coach like me, you can check out supercoachacademy.co. Or if you just want a fun, loving community to support you in life, it will be lito.academy. And if you're just online on IG, it is at lito.labs. L-I-T-O-L-A-B-S. I love these people. Come and join us. Bye.